Broadcasting from the Vegas Video Network Studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Awkward Silence 2.1. And now, our favorite host in this particular time spot, it's Brandon Gooch Hahn. Please, I'm, I'm hungover. Please, God, just calm down. Hey, what's going on? It's Brandon Gooch, Han, and welcome to Awkward Silence 2.1, the second show ever. Oh, we made it through the first one. There were some growing pains, but we're trying to correct them. You want to email us? We got an email set up, awkward at vegasvideonetwork.com. That's awkward at vegasvideonetwork.com. Uh, we also have a phone number set up, 866-966-4599, 866-966-4599. And let's not forget, a major part of the show, live chat, vegasvideonetwork.com forward slash live. And if you need to ask us a couple of questions during the show, feel free. We'll answer them for you because we're friendly. And let's not forget it. Let's just say you missed a show. Don't worry about it. We got you covered. We got a, uh, we got, we're on VegasVideoNetwork.com. You can see reruns on that. iTunes, Roku, and that's pretty much it. So without any further ado, I think it's time for the seamless segue to camera number two. Ooh, Jesus Christ. On a scale of one to ten, I'm amazing. Let's do the news. So earlier this week, Steve Jobs stepped down as CEO from Apple Empire. I couldn't believe it. Uh, according to Steve Jobs, he says, don't worry, Apple's perfectly fine because he has personally picked his successor. Yeah. And uh, when asked for a comment, the successor actually just breathed really hard. Kind of weird. And uh, for you fellas out there, I have three words for you. Rihanna sex tape. I couldn't, I know, right? She made it. She made it. Now, here's the thing. According to Hustler, they say there's a tape. They just don't know what to do with it yet. I say putting on the internet, you bunch of idiots. And, uh, and, and then, but according to Rihanna's people, she says there, there's no sex tape. And you know what? I got to give kudos to Rihanna because why would you want to do that to your career? I mean, outside of getting a book deal, a uh, reality show where all your family members can make a lot of money, uh, millions of dollars to where you can get a $29 million wedding, uh, why would you want to do that to yourself? Seriously. You know, I could have went the extra route as a comic. I could have thrown in the part where, hey, during the sex tape, what if somebody peed on her? She could have used her umbrella, Ella, Ella, Ella. Hey, but I'm better than that. I am better than that. Such a bad joke. And in other news, uh, I guess Billy Ray Cyrus is fit to be a granddaddy. No, not thanks to his millionaire daughter. Uh, it's to, thanks to his loser son, Trey Cyrus. He actually managed to get Disney actress Brenda Starr pregnant. Now, if you look at the two, look at that. I mean, she is scorching hot, and he's got a tattoo on his face. Guys with tattoos on their faces shouldn't get the girl. They should get a job at Hot Topic. That's it. And who could forget about the earthquake that happened in Virginia? And there was a New York rabbi that decided to talk about it. He mad, in fact, he blames it on, guess who? The gays, of course, obviously. That's the logical choice. According to Rabbi Yehinda, it's like one of those weird names, whatever. Anyway, he goes on a YouTube channel and he starts saying that the gays are the reason why the earthquake happened because God is upset and he wanted to cause some commotion, some chaos. And the thing is, Rabbi Yehinda, I, I, I don't understand why he would attack Virginia of all places. I mean, I can understand if God wanted to smite down the Fox Studios. 
you know, for Glee. And then, of course, Paramount Pictures. See, there you go, Tom Cruise, he's gay. Uh, but the thing is, is Virginia, I mean, first Asian gunmen, now this, what gives, God? Yeah. And, of course, we gotta do some Vegas news. The rock band Kiss is making their way to Las Vegas with a coffee house. And we decided to send our very own correspondent, Courtney Leone, down to Myrtle Beach, California, at the original Kiss coffee house. Courtney, what's going on down there? Hi, Peggy. Well, you know what they say, Gooch. God gave rock and roll to you, and Kiss gave you God. And now they're giving you Rockachinos. This coffee is so good, it's gonna make you wanna lick it up. Uh, I have a question. Why are you dressed like a member of the Insane Clown Posse? Oh, yeah. That's who this is. This, this is really embarrassing. See, um, I was trying to come undercover and fit in with the Kiss Tards, but apparently I've just exiled myself. They won't let me in, Ooh. so. Oh, there, the Kiss Army is very unforgiving. You've just been demoted. Uh, well, but the thing is, though, is we asked you to do some research. When we hired you, you were supposed to whoa, do some whoa, research. Whoa, 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 Hired me? You guys didn't even pay me gas money to get down here. You know how much you paid me? Yeah, that's how much research I did. <laughs> now, what are you doing down there? I'm trying to get a job. I, I mean, I, I need to make some money, don't I? But apparently I didn't have to drive down here. I could have just filled out my application online, which I just had to do from my car, since they won't let me in. And uh, I emailed you a copy if you want to take a look at it. Scott, can we pull that up real quick? That was a good snap. Uh, it says right here, according to your resume, <laughs> the questions they ask, uh, it says that you, out of all the KISS members, you want to be the star child. Why is that? Stars are, stars are feminine? I don't know. I guess Paul Stanley would agree to that, right? <laughs> Can I, what's going on, General of the Kiss Army, Scott? And, oh, hey, I understand. Uh, and it also says right here that, <laughs> I like how you completely avoided the question, I rock, and your answer is, why wouldn't I rock? I think that pretty much speaks for itself, Gooch. And for hours a week, you didn't give an answer, you just put question mark. Well, it's a good question. How am I supposed to work when I'm rock and rolling all night and partying every day? You tell me when I can fit in time to make a cup of joe. Well, you really thought this through, Courtney. You really put in the effort there. Well, you know, it's like I always say, I'm a cowboy, I gotta steal horse, I ride it sometimes. Uh, that's Bon Jovi, and I don't think that's how the song goes. Well, all I'm trying to say is every rose has its thorn. That's poison. Courtney Leone, everyone. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> oh, Courtney. All right, now let's pass the mic. All right, Mike, that's this portion of the show where you, the viewer, get to ask me a question through email at awkward at vegasvideonetwork.com. That's awkward at vegasvideonetwork.com. Scott, we got a question? We do. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, we got a couple questions, actually. First one comes from John. John says, uh, you suck at this. Oh, well, thanks for the constructive criticism there, John. Um, well, I guess all I could say is thanks for watching, and uh, oh, and don't forget to kill yourself. <laughs> okay, second question, and you're probably going to think we're going to have the video ready for this, but we don't. But we're going to talk about it anyways. Amy says, why was your leg shaking so much during the first show? Oh, 
Okay, we go, can we go to this camera real quick? Let me show everybody exactly what was going on. During the very first show, we went and watched some game footage of this, and I could not stop doing it. People were hitting me up on Facebook all day long asking me if I had Parkinson's or something. It was the <laughs> saddest thing in the world. <laughs> Once again, awkward at VegasVideoNetwork.com. That's the email if you want to be a part of Pass the Mic. And don't forget, we still have the live chat going at VegasVideoNetwork forward slash live. So here's a word from our sponsors or a station ID. We'll be back with our headliner. This is David Ivey from Pub Crawl. It's funny because this is David from... You should, you should, no, you should just leave it on. Hi, I'm David Ivey from Pub Crawl, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. And scene. Something tells me David's a member of the KISS Army as well. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm just going to throw it out there. So now in our headliner, our headliner is actually a member of the uh, legendary Outlaws of Comedy. He's actually featured down at the, um, uh, what is the word, uh, the Icons of Comedy down at the Hilton all week long. Extremely funny. Let's give it up for Jimmy Schubert. What's going on, brother? How you doing? Doing good. What's up? What's up, buddy? What's happening? <laughs> Not much, man. So what's going on? You've been to Vegas numerous times, right? I yeah, mean. I used to, uh, it's August, it's 115 degrees out. I'm a ginge. I need like an SPF Chernobyl 180. <laughs> the only way I stay to getting a tan is if I get a melanoma. And it all grows together. People go, hey, you look great. Yeah, thanks. I got six weeks to live. It's just... Uh, you know, you're coming to Vegas in August, you better pack your sponge underpants. That's all I'm saying. Exactly, my God. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I always wanted to go to Afghanistan, but not to entertain the troops, just to get the hell out of this sun. My God, it's well, super hot out here. I have been to Afghanistan in August, believe it or not, a couple of years ago. We went with Drew Carey to entertain the military mm -hmm. over there. One of my favorite things I've ever done. But uh, we did some shows over there. Went to uh, flew in the Bagram Air Force Base on the C-130, which is the workhorse of the U.S. military. But coming in... To Bagram, we did this combat landing where the plane does all these evasive maneuvers. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of standing there, and it kind of took me by surprise. You know, I'm going, Jesus, don't get me wrong, still better than Southwest. <laughs> but uh, right. we got down there, and we did some shows on some forward operating bases, which was one of my favorite things I've done. So You know, and, and I hear that a lot from comics. They say that's one of the most gratifying things to do because those soldiers, they give it up for the comics because they're just so thankful to have you, got, have you down there, and you're thankful to be a part of it. Yeah, they were... Uh, it, yeah, one of the most rewarding things you ever do, and those guys do uh, make tremendous sacrifices. I mean, you know, if it, you know, I don't care how anybody feels about the war politically or whatever, but it's you know, those guys are there sort of come on, step off a plane in a war zone or and or a Chinook helicopter, you know, eight, eight clicks from Pakistan. Right. And he goes, goes, what are you doing here? I said, we're the comedians. We're here to tell some jokes. He goes, yeah, but what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> like we suck. He goes, you should have been here yesterday about this time they were showing us. I said, that must suck. He goes, not really. They're not very good shots. Come on. <laughs> and yeah, you're, you shuttle in, you do your, uh, you know, you do the, the comedy. So, but you're right. Those guys are really appreciative. And it's a, it's a really, uh, you know, interesting travel experience to say the least. You know, have you? Uh, you know, one thing I have heard about over there is they uh, they have these humongous spiders. Like they have the they call them camel spiders, yeah. and they're humongous. I think that's not Afghanistan. Uh, that's uh, the Middle East. Right. What they have in Afghanistan are these humongous terrorists. <laughs> that are, uh, you know, they're they're. Uh, and you would think. See, here's the thing. 
you would think we would get along better with the terrorists because they like to blow themselves up. We like to blow them up. You would figure it's a match made in heaven. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand why we don't get along much better. I don't understand that. Now, uh, and, and then the other thing is that, that you can convince somebody. You're going to go get 72 virgins. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. That's a lot of work. Ow! What is it? Get it off me! <laughs> Ew! You on my hair! It hurts! I, who wants 72 virgins? Give me three hookers and an eight ball, then we got something. <laughs> all, all I'm trying to say is it's a lot easier to teach 72 chicks that have been with a couple of guys how to properly give a good BJ. It's hard to teach 72 virgins how not to give a toothy BJ. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. Yeah, you know what? What goes into that? You know what I mean? Hi. You peel a banana, you see teeth marks. Sorry, <laughs> cupcake, out of line. You know? I don't. Well, you know, you got to work this stuff out. I'm not. I'm not teaching you how to. You know. Uh, you know, let's work on some skills before you get here. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want you damaging the Irish hammer. Yeah, you just can't jump right into this thing. Come on now, that's practice right. makes perfect. That's right. Much. You want somebody who's a little more comfortable with their sexuality, you know? Three holes, no waiting, let's go! Yeah! Sorry. Now, one thing with Jimmy Schubert is, uh, like I brought up earlier, he's a member of the Outlaws of Comedy, which you know featured Sam Kinison and a bunch of other legendary comics. And uh, you were telling a story not that long ago where you were at the Dunes the last time you were at the Dunes, and you were just partying it up. And that's the thing. Like back in those days, you used to cut loose. Oh, let me tell you, bro, I got about six brain cells left, <laughs> and they're in a boat going, "Who's got the map? Who's got the map?" <laughs> No, we uh, no, we had fun. I was young enough that I recovered from it, but um, I'm, I'm lucky to be alive. I, I mean, it was madness. I remember it was just you know five thousand dollars a night and, and and just room service liquor. Uh, you know, we would go to the Olympic Gardens and you know we'd be there for almost like we'd go after a show, we'd go party, we'd go to the Olympic Gardens, we'd be there all day. Uh, and I remember, I, I just it was. Uh, Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, man. It was, it was, it was exactly what it was supposed to be at that time, you know. And, and, and lots of uh, noses to feed, and uh, a lot of Bolivian marching powder, and a lot of uh, nasty sex. Well, there you, well, that's and you can read it in my new book, Jimmy Schubert. I finally overcome my crippling shyness, Chapter Twelve. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, no, it, it, it's yeah, it was great, man. I mean, Sam Kinison was like such an influential. Uh, comedian on this generation of comedians. He certainly influenced me. And, and, and it's that kind of comedy. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. I can't tell you how many times I'm watching Comedy Central. Maybe you've had this experience. You're going, in what alternate universe is this shit funny? Right. I mean, if I'm not laughing at home, I mean, I, I, but it's, it's just, it's just that, that brand of comedy, that hardcore brand of comedy, and I, I, and I don't mean, I mean subject matter, I'm not talking about language, I'm talking about subject matter, you just don't find it, you know, mm -hmm. I'm sitting on a wicker chair and I got my ball hair caught in the wicker, <laughs> how many people does that happen to, I, that's crazy. I mean, who, who, who does that? And, and, and he's, he got a point, because a lot of these guys, I think what happens is, is uh, they call themselves alternative comics, mm. uh, which is uh, which well, is Spanish for not funny. And and what happens is, is they try to outsmart the audience, well, and then it well, there's a few guys. Who, there. There's a few guys who do their alternative comedy very well. There's a few guys, Andy Kindler, Mark Maron. They're alternative. But uh, I just I just call them funny. Yeah, I mean, I just call them funny. Yeah, yeah. No, but they're funny guys. But but what happens is a lot of people attach themselves to this alternative scene, and. Um, 
the, because they aren't funny. So a lot of guys say, well, well, alternative. And I go, well, if comedy's funny, then alternative to comedy is, you know, mm -hmm. not funny, but, <laughs> but, he, but you know, who, who, what do I know? I'm just a, you know, working pro. Now, uh, one thing I like about Jimmy Schubert is uh, in your comedy, it's very male-driven. And you actually talk about things that were going on, like with yesteryear, like with guys, how they used to act. You know, what happened to the Clint Eastwoods is basically what I'm saying. Well, what happened to, uh, there seems to be a man vacuum. You know what I mean? I'm mean, looking like that, that caliber of it at Steve McQueen, Clint Eastwood, Charlie Bronson. I mean, guys like that, where you go, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a real man. I mean, you know, like, you know, a type, type of guy. Go, go, go to work and drive a railroad spike all day, come home and drive his wife all night. And, and who cares, you know, who cares? You, you need anything else, you call your girlfriend. You want conversation as long as you're both laying there smoking a cigarette at the same time of the day. I mean, he, the guy may be an idiot, but he's your idiot. He knows his job and he does it. But I, I was flying in. I'm reading this whole men's uh, magazine. There's a big advertisement for a new male grooming product. Uh, it's deodorant for your undercarriage. You know, it's a uh, ball deodorant. And uh, quite frankly, I got upset. I'm not putting on ball deodorant and then Twittering about it, all right? I'm a man, all right? My balls hang next to my ass. There's going to be a little residual gaminess, all right? Especially if I work out or uh, play a little basketball or I eat a bowl of truck stop chili and I chase it with a cup of coffee and I'm farting like a circus elf and gooch. There's no amount of lilac ball deodorant that's going to cover that smell. You know what it's going to smell like? Lilacs and ass. Is that what you're going for? I just... One cancels out the other, definitely. I exactly. What I'm saying is, why would you even come up with it? Right. You know what I mean? I like being a man, Gooch. You know why I like being a man? Underwear. Eight ninety-five for a three-pack. <laughs> I can open all my own jars, and no one stares at my chest when they're talking to me. And that's the thing. But let's be honest. If my, uh, if my pecker was hanging out over the top of my sweater, girls, you'd be looking, too. All right? <laughs> And Jimmy Schubert would be proud to show it. Wink. That's true. A lot of people think it's a leg. It's actually a penis with a shoe on the end of it. <laughs> he lost it when he was entertaining the troops, and now it's just uh, reattached. But that's the thing. Like, now, for some reason, like, men are just perfectly happy being feminine. And, and if you are one of these guys, and if you're, and if you're not... And if, you're, and if you're one of these guys that's not afraid to, you know, show your feminine side, that's fine. But the thing is, is what they do is they try and make guys like men, like yourself, and, you know, ashamed to be like that. Oh, you're just a big brute. You're just a big gorilla. I don't understand it. Well, you know, I got two words for you. Skinny jeans, okay? So if you're wearing them, you're a homo, all right? I don't care. I know that's not as progressive as I'd like it to sound, but who gives a shit? I'm tired of kowtowing and catering to these douchebags. I would, in their world, I'd be putting on ball deodorant and, and uh, you know. I, I, listen, I am a man, okay? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm wrestling with thousands of years of DNA in a postmodern world. Sure, I don't have to kill my meat and gut it and clean it anymore, but sometimes I'd like to. That's why I go deer hunting. Every once in a while, I need to kill something. Right. All right? I am a troglodyte. I'd be eating a banana with my foot right now if I could. I don't, I'm not, I'm not... I'm a man. I'm supposed to be a, a man. You, and, and women complain. That's what I love. Women complain all the time. You know, I can't, find, I can't seem to find a real man. Well, you know who you get mad at? Get mad at his mom. Because his mom raised him and turned him into a little homo who wears skinny jeans and spends more time in front of the mirror than you do. That's why you can't find a man. Because his mom, he spoiled him and ruined him. That's why. Get mad at his mother. And then the women get upset. Look, the strip clubs, you know, they take advantage of it. No, they don't. No one gets taken advantage of a strip club, a man and his money. That's who, you idiots.
You know, like if you no naked girls show up, you know what? You got you got a room full of guys standing around. It's like a sausage party, you know. And then porno, porno degrades women. Yeah, well then if women stopped up and start stop doing porno, you know, you have eight naked guys. Who's gonna watch that? Nobody. It's your fault, you nutbags. We'll be right back, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really think you just pitched yourself for mayor of Las Vegas in 2016. Vote for Schubert. Well, Don't be a homo. Well, I just, that's, my, that's, my, that's the ticket I'm on. Don't be a homo. Vote for Schubert. Okay? Take the cock out of your ass and vote pull the lever. You. And don't, don't eat a banana like this. No, but I, I just, like, it's like I, I'm flying in. I had a, a gay plane steward. Hi. Welcome to first class. My name's Steven. I'm from Cincinnati. I'll be your steward. I'm going, do you have a leak in your head? Are you going to leak? I, I don't, you know, are you going to talk like a can of hairspray? Listen, I love pussy. I'm not announcing it to everybody. Okay? And you can't even call a guy a fag because I'm an asshole if I say fag. You know, I get, he's overtly gay. I don't, I don't need to. Just don't, Gooch, you know how I get. Don't get me started. Oh, I love it. That's why. That's why I was like, I was like, Jimmy's coming in. Yay! Well, you know, you can't. Give me some controversy. Well, you can't even say. You can't even say like you. You, you know, you have to say, yo, you know, he likes to. Uh, you know, he likes to wear his loafers without socks. Mm -hmm. I, I, what do you mean? Well, yeah. you know, he likes to catch the ball without a glove. No, I, I don't. Yeah. He likes to cash his nickels in for dimes. You have to go around. You can't just come out and say the guy's a fruitcake. You know, people get upset. We got. I'm a direct person. <laughs> Scott, we got a we got a question on the live chat. What's going? On? Yeah. Um, first of all, my mom sent back all my skinny jeans. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Bill G wants to know. Hey, this guy's great. Does uh, Jimmy have any TV appearances coming up? Uh, no, but I just did a WTF podcast uh, with Mark Barron. You can go to my website, JimmySchubert.com, and you can download all oh, iTunes right there. Uh, no, nothing, nothing in the works right now. It's the summertime. Everything's slow. Uh, the pilot season starts uh, in September, so look out for that. Are you I, doing pilots? Uh, yeah, they are doing pilots, but they start. I are, mean, the, 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 they've been, all the shows that have been picked up, they'll start auditioning. In but September. are you involved in any of them right now? No, no, but I, I, but I will be auditioning for you know, once the season starts. Now, have you been on? T have you been in TV? Ever done like sitcoms or anything like that? Yeah, I've been in five years in the King of Queens. I had a recurring role called Jimmy. I did a, a guest, a guest on Entourage. I did about like three or four Entourages. I did, um, you know, Reno 911, uh, ER. Did a couple ERs. Uh, yeah, a bunch of stuff. I mean, you know, if people go to my IMDb page, where you can get to right off of JimmyShubert.com. There's a whole list of stuff up there. There's videos on my website as well. I can see what I've done. Now, uh, as a straight-up comic, now obviously. We know exactly what you, you grab a mic, you tell jokes, people laugh. What do you think of like some improv comics? I mean, some because I always see, I always notice there's like a rift between guys like yourself who grab a mic, get in front of a crowd, hey, you know, and then you have the guys that do improv where it's like, hey, uh, give us a place, all right, give us a verb and a yeah. noun. I mean, well, you know, the thing is, there's, 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 uh, it's like whose line is it anyway? Mm -hmm. there's, there's, there is an audience for that, and some people like it because they think they're making up on the spot. Now, I don't, uh, I know that people who do improv meet three times a week to rehearse their improv. Mm -hmm. 
let's rehearse our improv. So it's not really off the cuff. Right. They're rehearsing and working on the show, but they do it enough where it makes it seem like they're coming up with it on mm -hmm. the spot. So, but some people really like that. Some people like to think that, oh, they're so funny, they're making it up on the spot. And really, they're not. But there is an audience for that. And, you know, hi, we're the Frayed Nuts. We're the Chopped Obble. <laughs> Give us a position and a place. We're going to make stuff up. Not my cup of tea, but some people like it. But that's the thing, and to be honest with you, I think stand-up comedy, there's so many more times where you have to be off the cuff, because if somebody throws something at you, yeah. especially if you have a, a heckler in the audience and you don't know what kind of heckler they may be, they may be the angry heckler, they may, the, may be the one that wants to be a part of the show so bad, but they don't realize that they're ruining it. Well, you it. know what I love about you heck, have to heck, 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 Hecklers actually think they're helping you out. They, mm -hmm. I'm helping you out. I'm going, well, what do you think I do the other 364 days a year you're not here? <laughs> I go, wish I really wish I had a drunk guy in the audience to help me. But you know, but uh, you know, I, here's the thing: hecklers to me, at the end of the day, want to be funny. Mm -hmm. They can't. It's easier for them to sit in the dark and try to get funny on your funny. Mm -hmm. In other words, if they if they really had any any cojones at all, they would actually go on stage on an open mic night, write some material, and try it and get that Jones out. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's, it's interesting. You deal with all kinds of. Uh, you know, there was a guy in the audience last night. His girlfriend was laughing a lot at my show. So he was got insecure, and he goes, what do you think, this guy's funny? And he started heckling me, and I had to put him in his place. I had to embarrass him into behaving. What did he say? What did he say? Well, no, he was just heckling. He wasn't a good heckler, but he was heckling because his girlfriend was laughing at my show really hard. Right. So he got insecure. Oh, you think this guy's funny? Let me ruin his show. And he tried to ruin my show, and of course I embarrassed him. And I told him there was no oversight, there was no microphone on this table, and mm. if he could just try to act like they weren't cleaning out the trailer park <laughs> and try to fit in with the group of everybody else who wasn't heckling, that would be fantastic. Enjoy your meth lab, sir. Sure, sure. Enjoy your meth. <laughs> we got another question. Scott, what's up? Yeah, Nate wants to know, how often does Jimmy write new material, and where do you get your ideas from? Uh, well, uh, I get my ideas from like just everyday life. I'm a great observer of the human condition, but also it's just anything. I, I, I mean, I, I watch the news and I constantly scream at my television set. And if something strikes me and gets me particularly angry, I vent. Uh, I then take that on stage and I kind of vent it and try to make it really funny. I try to take something that upsets me because of the just the asininess of it. It's just like even the TSA. The, mm. the, the TSA. Uh, and the, it's like a cosmetic security. It's there to make people feel better about flying, but it, I don't think it does any good. I think, I don't even know what it stands for. Take shampoo away. You know, I know, I know they're all federal government employees. Right there, that alone should make you feel about as safe as a gerbil in the front window of a San Francisco pet shop, right? Any, anything the government's involved in, I would get, you know, it's, it's uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's asinine. I mean, some kid, some Nigerian kid, flew from New York, LaGuardia, to Los Angeles, and back to uh, Atlanta, and he had a boarding pass from 1975 with somebody else's name on it. He was able to get on like three flights. Meanwhile, they're shaking down some 95-year-old lady who's got a dookie in her diaper because she has leukemia, and she's going back to Michigan to die. Goes, There's something suspicious in her diaper. I'm going, yeah, she crapped herself, man. She's got, she's got leukemia. She's going home to die, but you got to shake her down and pat her down. Meanwhile, this Nigerian kid is uh, going, trying to go around the world in 80 days on a boarding pass from 1975 from some Irish kid. You know, <laughs> he's got no identification. It's like, Anything the news that's been pissing you off recently? Well, there was the earthquake, I, right. and then I, later on they decided that it wasn't the earthquake. It was the, uh, the founding fathers of our country all rolling over in their graves simultaneously. <laughs> uh, you know, because uh, the fresh prince of Bill Ayers 
uh, Obama. <laughs> As, uh, you know, he doesn't want to take credit for any of his fiscal policy. Getting lectured on fiscal responsibility by Ben Bernanke is like getting a safe, safe sex lecture from Freddie Mercury. You know, that's a good, really? Why don't you watch your own, uh, you know, sorry. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to be better, Gucci. You know, I'm just an angry guy. I'm dealing with all this, all this Irish anger. I'm just, I'm trying to be a nicer human being. I quit smoking. I've been on a juice cleanse. Right. I've been juicing my vegetables. I lost about 25 pounds, and then I quit smoking. I'm, I'm trying to get centered. You know, I'm trying to get zen. You know, I don't want to be this angry guy anymore. I'm, I really am working on getting uh, more centered. Right. Trying to be a nicer person. <laughs> I was doing a juice cleanse. I was flipping around TV. I came across that show, Bizarre Foods, with an Andrew Zimmerman. In. Mm -hmm. You seen that show? No. Uh, apparently, the only thing that guy won't eat is pussy. <laughs> Wham! Uh, unless it's on a stick, of course. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, he's a little light in the loafers, that fruitcake. But anyway. Uh, yeah. We got another uh, question, Scott. Oh, another question? First, Jimmy, can I get you a cigarette? Uh, no. <laughs> Thank you, but no. I'm good. A clown boy says here that he thinks that you're very pro-Obama, and that I should ask you about that. Well, <laughs> well, he just heard me. Uh, he just heard me not be pro-Obama, so I don't, I don't know what he is. I mean, you know. It's, uh, what was it like working with Kenneth? It was uh, it was crazy, man. It was like it was like a non. It was like uh, it was just a party, twenty four seven. And and some of the best shows and some of the funniest shit was off stage. I mean, on Delvis's birthday, Sam took a gun and blew out the television set behind the dunes. I mean, you know, as a tribute to Elvis, man, right. rock and roll music. But uh, I mean, you know, Sam was a Sam was like a, you know one of a kind, a true American original. You know, I'm, I mean, I, you felt like you were with uh, when you were touring with him. You, and if you were cognizant, you realize that Sam was, uh, you know, a comedic force of nature, and that 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 you know you were part of something really special. And and all the guys, I mean, Carl LeBeau and Mitch Walters, Alan Stevens. I mean, those guys kind of. And I was a really young kid at the time. And those guys all kind of took me under the wing, and uh, really uh, taught me how to do stand up. I mean, they, you know, they would give you some notes and stuff, and you get to work on your act. I mean, it, but it was it was a giant it was a giant party. There I was mean, such a confidence there. Well, well you know, yeah, but I mean, you, an aura. Yeah, but you, you, I mean, you, you know, I mean, you know, all the rock stars were backstage hanging out, and you know, I'd be hanging out with Sam, and we'd go get, you know, dinner with Stallone and Malibu, with you know, this. I mean, it was just these moments, and I played my hometown, Philadelphia, Spectrum, uh, 6,500 people. My grandmother was in the audience to see a Sam Kinison show. <laughs> I thought it was great. You know, everybody was worried about my grandma. She goes, "You kids, I'm 85. I've seen all this shit before. Don't worry about it." So she. Got to see Sam's show, and everybody came backstage. I mean, we toured on a giant tour bus across the country. You got to see. I mean, it was it was it was magical, man. It was great. I mean, at one point, the drugs got to be too much. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, not that you condone that, but you know, you're gonna hit a wall. You're gonna hit a wall of you know party, and you're gonna wind up dead or in jail, or you know, you know, or you know, in a coma because you OD'd. I mean, I'm lucky, knock wood, but. Uh, but it was it was a great time. I mean, we 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 had a. I remember that there was at the Dunes, and I, I don't even know if I'm going to tell you, but the Dunes one night we had a seven o'clock show, a nine o'clock show, an eleven o'clock show, and uh, I, I think literally it was like from seven uh, from seven p.m. to like seven a.m. the next day. I 
I wound up stooping four different women, which is a personal best. Thank you. Right there. It's a personal best. So where do you go from there? That's the you just retire. Exactly. You, you, you come in there, but you just retire. Yeah. You, 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 know, you give your dick a watch and say, well done. All right, well, we'll yeah, see you later. Yeah. You, you put a watch on him. Well done. It's uncomfortable. Hunk of metal. Uh, no, but you, yeah, it was just, uh, but that's the kind of stuff it was. It was just, it was an extreme lifestyle. I'm glad it only lasted five years. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad I made it through when I survived it. But uh, you know, and I'm glad I took all the lessons I've learned and applied them to my life and my comedy now to to make it, uh, so that you know, you don't wind up and you know right. you're, not, you're not still living your life like that. Well, Jimmy, it was great having you on. But before we leave, we like to play a little game with each guest called Three Under Thirty. Really? This is basically where I just ask you three questions in under 30 seconds, and you just got to answer. Go ahead. All right. We got the clock there, Scott? Yes, sir. All right. And go. What is the capital of Michigan? Kalamazoo. Uh, no. It's Lansing. Oh, well, whatever. Okay. That was... So what, I, once I get one wrong, I don't get... get All right, it. we'll do the other two then. All right. Yeah, let's do the other two. All right, number two. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Sylvester Stallone's co-star and Stopper My Mom Will Shoot? Wow. Uh, Kalamazoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what, was the, what was the last question? The last question was, can you name the periodic table of elements? <laughs> Jesus. You see, that's what I'm saying. You see, you see the game there? No, man? no, man. I'm telling you, man. Breaking Bad is one of my favorite Oh, that shows. is the best show. And actually, that's where, I got the, that's where I got the inspiration to ask that question. Periodic Table of Elements. Periodic Table of Elements. Well, Jimmy, it was great having you on. Sure. Thank you Thanks so much, me, brother. Jimmy Schubert, everyone. Hey, don't forget to check him out at jimmyschubert.com. And he's also going to be at the Las Vegas Hilton for the Icons of Comedy all week long. And please, if you haven't seen him, you got to check out Jimmy live. He is crazy. And once again, let's just say you turned into the show five seconds ago. Don't worry, we already got you covered. VegasVideoNetwork.com. We're also on YouTube, and we got replays on Roku as well. Thank you guys for stopping by Awkward Silence 2.1. We'll Peace. see you guys next Friday at 12:30. Be safe. Peace.